Birds are screaming and the fires are howling We're down in the valley tonight There's a man in the shadows with a gun in his eye And a blade shining no so bright There's evil in the hand, there's thunder in the sky And a killer's on the bloodshot streets Going down in the tunnel with a deadly horizon No, I swear I saw a young boy down in the cover He was stopping the foam in the heat Welcome to the RC Scrap Pile Nuts and Bolts Podcast. Got both tags in there. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Thought like, I'd mix it up a little bit. Came in hard like a bat out of hell. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's been a weird night. It has. <laughs> Dude, I ate way too many pieces of pizza. I, know, I thought it was meatloaf that we had. Yeah. Wow. Meatloaf would have been good. Yeah. Especially at... 1800 degrees for oh. Oh. is that, how you, is that how you cook meatloaf too, too soon too soon yeah it's that's a little too fun. soon yeah you don't get to, you don't no, show don't me something me. like that and then yeah. you're about it. we're like three sentences in and we're going to hell oh yeah oh yeah come with me i'm bringing an air conditioner yeah I got flip-flops on. Every time you take a step, one says, follow me. The next one says, bring beer. Yeah. Hmm. So we make it oh, s'mores man. or what? Yeah, I think so. Is that what we're doing? Let's make it s'more. Oh. All right, let's get this on the rails. What rails? Yeah. There are no rails in hell. Oh, it's like man. an Australian bullet train. There are no rails. Yeah. Oh, geez. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about airplanes. Yeah. Wait, this show this is a show about airplanes? What Th- this one's supposed to be. And it is somehow migrated more towards the other show. Yeah. What was it? Uh Clinton got angry because we talked about airplanes too much the last time? That yeah. He just kinda had too much. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Guy. Let me just Yeah. Yep, just back away. Yeah. Just back like away. A big baby, uh, like a big spoiled baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don Hockle was on him. It was good. That was my Larry impersonation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Larry had a point. He did. Yeah. Actually, I kind of wish he was here tonight because he got a new transmitter. And right. we were talking about transmitters a little bit earlier. So Color touch screen. Not yet. It's no, nice. yes. it, it looks good. He finally got joined up with us here. Cause, uh, joined up with us? What do you mean us? Well, me and Matt. No. Oh. Don't make it gay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. So it's kind of hard not to with the uh, party involved. I'm just saying. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the partner. Yeah, the partner. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> try. Not try. Yeah. I'll just reel it back. Yeah. Sorry. Nice, safe, Ferris shirt. Queer. Nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there with the rails again. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, Fataba. Yeah, Team Fataba over here. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. See, you're talking about the color touchscreen, and I just bought the iX20. It's got a freaking Android pad in it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tablet with sticks. <laughs> yeah, it pretty Actually, much is. Yeah. Casey was the one that mentioned the color touchscreen, but <laughs> mainly it's a pretty big upgrade from his 14SG. So. Which, from my experience with Fataba, the 14SG was 
very, very difficult for me to navigate, which that could just be me because I'm not used to it. But it's, it's frustrating. A lot of people, I've heard that. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, I had one for a long time. It's the touchscreen's way, way easier to program. Hmm. That that jog wheel gets to be really frustrating sometimes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah especially when you're moving it. your finger on it and it doesn't work. Yeah, and you're like, I just need to navigate one space over, and then it finally works, and you go three. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. frustrating. So, did you ever have a uh, what was it? iPod Nano? Was that the one that had? Actually, that? I did. I or had one. Yeah, yeah, the so OG iPod. So it's essentially the same little pad. Okay, but it doesn't work as good. It doesn't work yeah. as good. <laughs> real wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never had any trouble with my iPod Nano. Right, that's what I was fourteen SG. Yeah. Which man didn't Fataba? Didn't they get their start on like uh, remote controls for like cranes and like heavy equipment and mm-hmm. things like that? Mm, it's my understanding that's the bulk of their business even right. today. Yeah, really. Yeah, commercial stuff. Did not know that. Uh, manufacturing, like uh, automation for like robots, cranes. I don't know what all they do. Okay. If you go on their website, it states something to that effect. It's it's pretty amazing. They're still putting out product for RC modelers with all that they're involved in. Yeah, RC models are like side business, basically. Yeah, I was gonna say it's okay. a really really small part of their business. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Somebody there must be into some cool RC airplanes or something. Well, yeah. Who knows? It's pretty cool that they're still doing it, though. We need to find out. That's your next mission, Clay. Get somebody from Futaba on here. And I'm not talking about, you know, it's like some retailer, like, from Futaba. Yeah. Well, maybe. I wonder if we'd have to have an interpreter. Well, no, we could find the Futaba USA guys, maybe. Well, no, I'm talking about, like... No, I'm serious, because they're, like... They're based overseas. I mean, I'm talking like Fataba, not like this place that carries Fataba stuff. I'm talking about Futaba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to meet like Tomohisa from JR. Right. He flew from Japan to Texas to, yeah. to come to an event. He's wearing a Fataba USA hat. I mean, USA.com hat. Come, come yeah. On. Oh, yeah. Well, he, got, he got a jacket a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say, he's got the matching jacket now. Oh, yeah. it's. I think it's a vintage jacket, too. He's like a Corvette owner. You know? He just walked into the dealership and it threw up on him, man. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you go buy a Harley, man. You can't not get a Harley jacket or Harley boots or Apparently Harley not. socks, yeah. underwear, wallet. I mean, you got to have it all. Yeah, it happens. Hey, he's just, he's, uh, he's sewn into the nomenclature. That's good. I'm sorry. No, no, you, you don't have to apologize. It's good. I'm proud of you. I'm a fan. Right? Yeah. Where's your FR Sky hat at? Uh, they don't really make those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would cost more than the transport. Right. I went to the FR Sky dealership. There, well, there's not one. I was about to one. say, yeah. How much did right. you pay? How much did you pay? Right. <laughs> I actually have less in my entire Fataba collection than I did in my IX20. I believe that. I actually believe that, yeah. And I got a really good deal on my X20. But I <laughs> yeah. got a really, really good deal on my Fataba. Yeah. <laughs> so. he, he was waiting in the bushes on that deal. Yeah. It was for sale for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like my X20, but they are not cheap. No. I, was like, I think my 18SZ was like up for less than an hour mm-hmm. when I bought it. Well, then Matt found us a ton of receivers. So I've been able to get really good pricing on all my receivers so far, thanks to Matt. Matt's pretty crafty, man. He's on he's on top of all that yeah. stuff. He comes across some deals. There was a guy in New York that was selling like two or three 
receivers, and I asked him if he happened to have any more because he had a good price on them. Right. He's like, can I call you? He hits, hits me up. It's 10 o'clock at night. Hits me up, and he goes, actually, I have about 18 of them. What are you looking for? I said, all of eh, them. Send me all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so me and Mark and Clay got hooked up on the receiver part. Yeah. So it's been that really helped a lot making the switch. Um, I think I've bought two receivers at full price. And that's it. <laughs> right. And those are the cheapest ones that they make. That's what would make it hard for me getting away from FR Sky is I'm I'm already so vested in it. I've got tons of receivers and like I just bought one the other day, which was uh got it from uh, Buddy RC and it's one of the um man, what is that called? I can't remember now. <coughs> Radio Master. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Radio Master and it, it it works with FR Sky stuff, dude. It was seventeen dollars. Yeah, see, I, I, I can't beat that. I talked to somebody about moving over uh, gyros on helicopters to the Futaba 760R because it's got a receiver built in it. Right. But they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, six or eight helicopters. And I know if I just bought one, I'm right. going to like it. Oh, yeah. Which means I'm going to have to convert all of them. All of them. Yeah. So, $2,500 worth of stuff later. I'll just right. It. Does the 18SZ, is it fully compatible with the 760? It doesn't have the integration that the 16IZ does now. It. The IZ, you can fully program that gyro through it, where the 18 and the 16 SZs, they don't have that integration. That was a change. Okay. Other than that, it's pretty much the same radio. Uh, I know the feel and the body, the shape of it is a little bit different than what our 18 mm-hmm. is. But, yeah, it, that was the main change they made is they integrated that 760R into it and the capability to program and telemetry and everything back and forth. So Larry was telling me that uh – I guess there's like a full integration with real flight through the 16 IZ or something along those lines. I'm not sure they like you fu- can do a USB connection. Yeah. Futaba started making a wireless USB, like the one that the dongle that spectrum makes. Okay. They make one for Futaba now too. And I don't know, I haven't heard of it being any different on it, that radio versus the others, but it may be, it may have some other integration into it. Well, he was telling me it charges through, um, USB-C maybe is a USB device is what it charges through. And then he was saying something about it being compatible with real flight. You may be able to just plug it in straight to the computer through USB and use it as a controller. Right. I think that's what it is. That may be case. And then uh, I said something, I was like, well, I seen a post from Aaron Walker about the, uh, his son, uh, what's his son's name? Lane. He just got picked up by team Fataba the other day and they bought a 12 K which I've never looked at 12Ks, and he was showing, he was saying something about using the 12K with the real flight. And uh, Larry said when he was looking at the 16IZ that the 12K said something along those lines too. I, have, I haven't looked into it. No, but, I haven't either. I, I just knew they had that wireless piece that they just released uh, a couple months ago. But, uh, yeah, it may have the integration, just plug it in USB and use it. That would be cool. Right, actually, I've still got the uh, the WS two thousand. Yeah, I do too. Uh, for the Spectrum, so when I do simulate or get on the sim, when I do simulate, <laughs> simulate, yeah, I've got it all technical. That's right. I've Pardon me DX, while I simulate a DX eight that I use with mine. Yeah, that's what you were doing over there on that Oculus earlier. Oh, dude, that's crazy, <laughs> man! It took me a minute to come back to reality. It was that good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, flight simulator would make you a little bit, dude. That's a little motion. Sick. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm I've never I've that. never messed with anything like that. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Larry told me, he's like, dude, a guy brought one of those to work. He's like, yeah. I went from work to the store to buy one. Yeah. Good what was that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oculus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was telling me the other day, too, is he... Because I hit him up. He was on one of the Oculus forums, and I, I asked him if he had any other games he was liking. And he said, dude, it, five minutes. I was like, I have to have one of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what I will do. And it'll be a lot of money, and I'm going to get DCS and all the yeah. HOTAS oh, stick and the yeah. pedals and everything, and I'm going to spend a fortune. Yeah. I, was, I, was I don't looking, need to do that. I was looking at the Thrustmaster setup as <laughs> the whole – all the pedals and, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was, no. Oh, every I now can't. and again on Facebook, I'll get the uh, pop-ups for like all the different uh, sticks and throttles and pedals, and then they've got like switch panels and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Guys go, yeah, guys go full nerd out on them, and we need a buddy that goes full nerd out on that just so we can go play with it. Well, we were trying to talk Mark into doing. it. I think yeah, that would yeah. be a great idea. He already has some of the stuff for the A10. Yep. yep. So and see, and he has the legit helmet. Says so he was a navigator on B-52s. Yeah. So then you could really nerd out and like retrofit the Oculus onto a helmet with, you know. <laughs> oh, good. No, that'd be all bad. Yep. No, that sounds genius. That should happen. We need to convert a room in his house into a cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep keep trying to get out there to Shepard's simulators, but damn COVID. Yeah. It's cool if we can get out there. It's cool to see. We, we got out there one time. I got to play in the T6, but not the T38. That was those clamshell simulators. That, yeah, they're cool. I got to fly a, a Lear 60 full motion simulator. That was pretty cool. That would be awesome. Any of those would be cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> I've actually been looking at uh, so the, the HOTAS throttles and all that stuff. Um, they make collectives now, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could get into helicopters. Helicopter. Yeah. And that's. I've flown some airplanes doing lessons and stuff like that, but I've never got to fly a helicopter. I've only got to ride in them. The helicopter I rode in, they actually had uh, single controls. They didn't have dual controls. Otherwise, I might would have got to fly it for a second. But I really want to fly a helicopter. Like, I want to just know what it feels like. So maybe I might could figure that out with the simulator. I, don't I, I haven't even been in one, so I couldn't tell you. It's uh, RC style is the only thing I've done. <laughs> Man, real helicopters are way cool to me. I don't know. I've always thought they were sketchy. Oh, man, I was into it. Um, Jeff Dalton took me for a ride in R44. Right. And that was a lot of fun. Like, a lot of fun. I, I like airplanes, but I like that helicopter a lot. Is he a heli pilot? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Jason's over here shaking his head. It was with me, man. Those helicopters go straight to the scene of the crash, man. 5,000 parts revolving around an oil leak. Right. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I don't know, man. <laughs> Airplanes, at least kind of, you got a chance to glide there. I mean, it's I guess auto, you can auto rotate. Oh, I know, but. Yeah. yeah. I, I auto rotated for the first time this week, actually. <laughs> Six times, and then on like the sixth or seventh one, I broke a skid. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good odds, <laughs> honestly. At least it wasn't blades and, you know, something expensive. That's what I said. It's like eight, yeah. $8 part. I told somebody, I was like, yeah, I, I broke it, so I had to go home. And they're like, oh, well, is it fixable? I was like, yeah, it's eight bucks and about five minutes worth of work. I was like, well, it's a lot better than I expected. I really expected to break a whole lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two, two screws in five minutes and you're done. I'll put it this way. Full-scale airplanes don't have anything called a Jesus nut. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they do have that. 
<laughs> well, man, think if it like swings one of the props on a helicopter, you're done. You're oh, wasted. Dude, so I lost a tail blade on a, a Line 700 one time. Yeah. The most violent crash I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And, and you can't get to a throttle hole fast enough, and it doesn't matter. No. Like the uh, the bolt that holds the blade grip onto the feathering shaft, the mm-hmm. bolt head sheared off. So it slung a blade grip and a tail blade at the same time, and it immediately just balled up into a ball of shit and just went straight to the ground. Right. Well, I was like, I don't know what to do. And Renee's like, there's nothing you could do at that point. Yeah. At, at the Duncan event, we were working on that uh, Goblin 420 that Greg Kenya had, and I took it down to the other end of the trailers, spooled it up about head high just to check everything, run it up a little bit further. And both main blades left. Oh, it broke. It sheared both main grip bolts and both blades. I found one of them. The other one bounced off the trailers and kept going. So we need to queue up bad. when when Carrie is not to listen to this episode. Yeah, he's already scared to death of helicopters. <laughs> oh <anyway>. man, <laughs> he, he hears that. He goes he'll never him. go around them again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of with Carrie on this one. <clears throat> he hides under the awning. Yeah, so I step away a little bit. I'm sketched out. Uh, I don't blame you. Honestly, I like and I fly them. (laughs) Right. I mean, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) I actually was thinking about. So I've been seeing a lot of scale helis popping up on Facebook, and this really got me thinking about my Bell 412 again. But yeah, we need. I need to focus on one thing at a time. See, that's my thing. I can't be proficient in both and focus on both. And I just bought a Nitro uh, Oxy. So right. Yeah, I'm just getting further into that rabbit hole. What'd you call it? A nitroxy? nitroxy. Yeah, that's yeah. weird, man. That is what it's I thought you guys were making it up. No, no. that's what yeah. it's called. No, okay, I got you. Nitroxy. Yeah. You asked me why. It's because I've got a barrel of nitro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I need a that, way to burn that, it. That's good to know. I'll help you with that if yeah. you. I got, Y'all need that. I still got a pile of nitro plate. Aren't you the one that went into the, you know, 55 gallon drama Astro Glide? Yeah. 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 Well, no, I didn't get into it, but I, I've <laughs> yeah. seen it yeah. for sale. And yeah. knew that it was something you could purchase. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't get into it. Well, if you remember right. I don't know if you could get out. It's pretty slippery, you know. Um, I think it was Josh that told us about his Air Force buddies bought a drum of it. Oh, is that, yeah. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I remember hearing that story. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Narco. Oh, okay. Yeah. It has been covered before. I yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember y'all talking about it, yeah. Right. <laughs> Only 55-gallon drum I got a whoop-ass. I'm just saying. All righty then. That's an empty drum, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done used it all up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need a, you need a sound effect for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Man. There we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little behind. I forget we have buttons, man. And and I don't want to overuse them either. You can edit out the gap, though. Actually, was listening I know you won't. To, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually listening to Scrap Pile yesterday, I think it was, when Clint finally hit the curve. Oh, where yeah. He had to hit the button. Yeah. And I couldn't get him to stop. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is when we got this device, I was like, you realize like, you're going to have to fight Clint off of that. And he's like, oh, yeah. That was like the first conversation we had about uh-huh. it. Yeah. You just need to move the button around each each week. Right. He finds it. Yeah. Well, at least it's going to take him a minute. He's sharper than you think he is. I'm just saying. You know. I thought I thought I could divert him very easily. It was, it's proven to be tougher yeah. than I thought. Yeah. He doesn't listen to this. We're good. Yeah. Right. And it's not anything I wouldn't say to his face. So, so we're that's right. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Totally true. At this point, you just say anything to Clint. It's not going to offend him. He might offend you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The only thing you have to watch out for is his comeback. Right. It might take 10 minutes, but he's probably going to get you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he'll think he got you. Right. And then he'll be like, you got got by the frog. Yeah. <laughs> Probably depends on where he's at on that. Oh, yeah. Curve. Yeah, the curve is yeah. definitely a real thing. That's yeah. a steep it, curve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's kind of gradual and then it just kind of falls off. Right. You right. Know? It's more like a cliff. Exactly. I was about yeah. to say that. It hits the bottom and explodes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just love what we do. Yeah. Just love what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> transmitters. <laughs> Yeah. Can we all just agree to not like how far sky? I mean, you can. Well, there's more of us than you. Three of us can. Right. I mean, really, the only argument I have over any of the other radios is it works and it's very cost effective. Right. Yeah. That's the, that is very true, actually. And man, I mean, that's what I've been using since I started. So it's, it's fairly easy for me to set up and. The stuff I forget from model to model, I just watch a YouTube video. That's that's another thing. There's a YouTube video on how to program anything on that. How many times you had to look up a video on a Fataba radio? There's not there's not a bunch of stuff for that. No, but I haven't had to look at one. Right. Now, Spectrum right. might be different. You know, there might be a lot of tutorials and stuff on on some of the mm-hmm. IX20 and stuff. I, well, most everything is pretty intuitive for, right. for me, but I've been using Spectrum for right. several years. So... I, there's really nothing I've had to look up. Other, I've had to look in the manual, which on the iX20 is you can find the manual online on the iX20 right. and download it, so you always have it. But So say you were messing with a cell plane and you wanted to set up Butterfly or Crow. Easy. Super easy, easy. Super easy. Yeah. It's just a wing type on there. Yeah. Right. How about Fataba? Is that something that's pretty easy Same to thing. set up to? Wing, wing yeah. top. Okay. Yeah. And then they have a menu called Camber. And, yeah. 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 I, I don't know the terminology because I don't know cell planes. Right. But it's there, yeah. That was one that was always hard for me to set up. I'd have to go watch a couple of videos and figure it out. So both Fataba and Spectrum have, uh, as far as model types, have helicopter, airplane, sailplane, and gyrocopter. Or, no, not gyro, but a multi-rotor, right? Multi-rotor. Yeah, there you go. Yep. yep. So sailplane is an entire model type. It gives you a whole different set of menus and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Super yeah it, cool. it opens up all different options in there. Mm-hmm. Just well, like it did when I changed that wing top on the servos for that big NG. That's one complaint that I've had so far <laughs> is if you, and it, it's the same on Spectrum too, actually, if I remember right. If you go in and you change wing types, it eliminates yeah. all of your settings. It wipes oh, out yes. Everything. I was aware of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I got I to rebuild my NG when I did that. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, it's essentially bad. starting the model <laughs> over. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. It's uh that's a little frustrating when you, set up an airplane and go through and get almost everything right. And you're like, Oh, I need to go back and change that. And it wipes everything out. <laughs> um, to add to it, like this is one thing spectrum don't have is with the uh, different radio types. So if you change it from like fastest 18 to fastest 12, if I remember right, it wipes out all your settings yeah, too. It completely remaps all your channels. Yep. That sucks. And, uh, that can come into play like with uh was it on the helicopter you we had to run fastest 18 in order to get the telemetry to work okay and i think i had it set to fastest 12 because 
that's you know in my mind it's like well i don't need 18 channels it's lower latency too yeah it's like half the latency right i don't know that we would notice but yeah you know yeah but then the like i said you go to setting up telemetry and it won't work and then you change the receiver type and then all your settings are gone <laughs> yep. you have to rebuild it yep that doesn't sound like a, a, a pro sounds yeah. more like a con yeah oh yeah that's definitely what i was saying yeah yeah well the only, <laughs> the only benefit in the in the helicopters is like the aura so in the helicopter most of your settings are in your fly bar list so right you know but you get to reset switches and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it's not horrible but I would argue that there's a considerable amount more in the transmitter on helicopter than on an aura though. Cause you do some servo reversing in the transmitter. seems like you did some, there was a few yeah. things I feel yeah. like that you had to do. You, yeah. You there did. was some travel adjust maybe that you did in the transmitter, right? With pitch. Yeah. Yep. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to get your pitch perfect, you can do some of that in the in the transmitter. For the most part, it's done in the in the gyro though, yep. or in the fly barless. But yeah, there's a couple couple things, and then your switch setup. So what I'm hearing is uh, helicopters cons, Fataba cons, <laughs> FR Sky total con pro. Oh. Just saying, whoa, not really <laughs> all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I would say though I think more. I've seen more heli guys flying Fataba than Spectrum or FR Sky, for that matter. And I'm not really sure if there's a reason for that. Well, here's the thing. I would bet that if I was hanging out with you guys when I got into it, I probably wouldn't be flying FR Sky. But it was just, oh, hey, that's what the drone guys are doing. That looks yeah. nice. I'll take that. I didn't even know about those other radios. No clue. I was going to say, didn't that hit big in the drone oh, yeah. stuff, didn't it? Yeah. It still is. It's real low that's still one of the top radios, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, the uh, the reason I got into Spectrum when I first got in the hobby, so that's what my friends used. So same thing, you know, it's like, oh, well, this is a radio to get. Okay. Right. When I was doing some of that flying and building for uh, government stuff, that's what all of those guys were using, you know, I, except, except for the company I worked for, they were using Fataba. But anytime you would go out on site and there were other teams out there, everybody had FR Sky. That's what everybody used. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've always flown Futaba, so I've always had it. And then when Mark came down, he's flying Futaba too, so that worked out. We've kicked ideas back and forth over programming and how to set stuff up and how we do things differently. It's worked out pretty good. Right. When goes back to, you know, that's kind of a drone thing, you know? Yeah. I started out with JR, but it was back in the analog JR days with the, you know, 72 megahertz. Right. And I went to Spectrum just because – Spectrum started making the radios for JR. So I figured, or the original Spectrum radio had a JR case. And uh, I got tired of losing planes on 72 megahertz. So it was kind of a natural thing. And, just, and I've been using Spectrum ever since. I was going to say, I was on Futaba even in the 72 megahertz days. Yeah. <clears throat> I started out with Spectrum and uh, I ran that up until really just last year. And I just got a really good deal on that Futaba. And at that time, I was wanting to fly helis more. And all the guys I knew that flew helis used Fatabas. And if I expected to get any help setting stuff up, that, that was an easier option. Right. Quite honestly, was just buy a radio that they could use. Because I didn't know what I was doing with Spectrum or with helicopters. And most of them didn't know what they were doing with Spectrum. So, 
Like, here's a really good deal on a Fataba. I'll get that, and at least I'll just use it to fly helicopters. Right. And then I ended up liking it a lot. I would say that's a big deal. If you need help with stuff, you need to get something that your buddy's got. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Give Clay a good deal, and he'll jump ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the three major brands. I do have all three. Well, I mean, I've got FR Sky, a Fataba. What is that? A seven something. I don't know what it is. It's 2.4. I mean, it's new enough to be that, but it's definitely an older radio. Then I've got a, uh, what is that, Spectrum DX7? Yep, I think so. Or, or is it an old DX8? Nah, it's a 7. Okay. Say, so I just sold a D, or well, I still have a DX8, and I'm swapping, but I just bought an NX8 because I got a good deal on it just to have the newer version of. I've never flown anything with it. I, I've just got one. Plug and play stuff is what, yeah. I, this. what I got it for mainly, foamy stuff. Is a seven DSM two only? No, there's about four different, five different versions of DX sevens. Okay. So the very original DX seven was a DSM two only. Yeah, I think that I had one of those. And then there was the DX seven S that was, um, they kind of favored the old DX eight case. It was a kind of a chrome looking case. And then they went to. I feel like there was one more in there, maybe. Now there's the current DX7. That's the black case that's got the... Hmm. I believe that's the one I've got. Yeah, it's, maybe there is only the three. I was thinking there was more than that. There was original DX7 because I had one of them that was the DSM-2. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the 7S. And then I think they went to the black case one with the jog wheel and stuff. Maybe I'm mixing it up with DX6. There's been about... Yeah, six, six, 15 six e, DX6. I. <laughs> yeah, well, there was the original six. That was the one that was only DSM. Yeah. And then there was a 6i that was DSM-2 or DSM-X. Yep. And then there's a bunch of 6s since then, too. Like Gen 3, Gen 2. Or the E was just a DXE or something, right? Wasn't yeah, DX- there was a DXE. Yeah. yeah. That's a basic. And now there's a DXS that replaced the DXE. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that's the problem with Spectrums. So they got t- way too many. <laughs> I was actually kind of upset when they came out with the uh, Generation 2 DX18. Uh, I, my first DX, well, my only DX18, I bought it the month they came out just because I needed a radio at the time. And uh, uh, and then when they went to the Generation 2 and the Gen 1 was not upgradable for the uh, voice alerts, that, yeah, that didn't make me happy. I wasn't happy about that. Is but that, Is I, that all they changed in it? Or did it add the, the X there was protocol? Some, there were some minor changes other than that, but I think that was the biggest. Yeah, the the very biggest thing was the voice alert. And I, later on, I think they made an update that gave the Gen 1, like all the other features, if I yeah. remember right. Yeah. Because when I bought my, I bought a Gen 1 because they were $300 cheaper than a Gen 2. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't need the voice alerts. That's fine. And I, I still have my Gen 1, and I still love it. It's it's gonna it's gonna end up being my backup radio since I got the X twenty, but I still love it. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's a great radio, if you ask me. It does all the protocol uh, as far as DSM two and X. Yes, and yes. whatever they've got out now. That's all they got. Is that it? Yeah, but it will do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll do down to <clears throat> what is it on the speed? It'll do down to eleven. Yeah, eleven milliseconds. I was gonna yeah. say that was the problem with my original DX7 is it wouldn't do DSMX. So, yeah, well, that's one thing with Fataba that can be frustrating. Um, 
like the 14SG won't run TFHSS. Yep. And the ones we have, of course, run all of everything Futaba has to offer. But with Spectrum, at least everything works with everything. Yeah. And that's one thing I do like about that. Um, I'm not real sure on FR Sky if they have the different ones that are compatible or not compatible or whatever. Well, I don't know about the new stuff. I think they got the new uh, ACC, uh, I think it's Access. Is how they say it. That's a different protocol than what mine is. Mine's an older one, and it's ACCST. I was going to say, Futaba has, what, four or five different protocols? Four that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. And it might just be an upgrade on mine to be able to use those. Right. You know, but I don't know. I haven't updated mine. I don't know. I updated it when I, after I spilled a beer in it and had to take it apart <laughs> and clean it all out. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh, might as well update. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, Fataba's got the SFHSS, TFHSS, fast and fastest. Yeah. So. There's a lot of acronyms on this show. It really is. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's what transmitters are, man. Every company does it. <laughs> that's an aviation thing. You oh, know, the true. FAA comes out with a new acronym every week or something like that, huh? Uh, yeah. He yeah, said, you uh, try, yeah. Try working for it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, the definitely get what you uh, what your buddies have. That makes it a lot easier when yeah, you're trying like, to figure stuff out. Like pick out your smartest buddy and whatever he's using, go get one of those, and then you just hand it to him and be like, "Hey, can you help me set this up?" Or you you know, I want you to tell me how to do it and let him watch you. They'll just take it out of your hands and do everything for you. Well, that's the other thing is I'm not going to say get the smartest buddy because then they will way overcomplicate things. You know, I don't know. You're, your hobo Casey's coming out of your corporate Casey. No, no, no I'm thinking about <laughs> What do you mean, man? Just hand him the radio. Yeah. That's so, a hobo Casey thing. I'm no, thinking yeah, about, de- definitely. I'm thinking about this whole like smartest buddy thing. James Squared, one of the smartest dudes I've ever seen. Absolutely. I won't ask him a radio question hardly <laughs> because I don't have 30 minutes to talk about it. Right. Like, I just need this to work, James. That's why you just hand it to him. <laughs> Is he Fluffy Taba? Oh, no. no. He's FR Sky Hardcore. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He's got the new tandem. It's bad boy. Yeah. I like it a lot. When we were down there trying to set up uh, well, the problem Josh's is, uh, RV8, yeah. and I was like, dude, I needed to do this. And after like 45 minutes, I'm, I was getting pissed. I was like, listen, this was a Fataba. <laughs> we'd have done flew this airplane, recharged the battery, and flew it again. And we're still setting the radio up. And I was getting really frustrated. Well, man, he is <laughs> super techie, right? Oh, yeah. And it's one of those things that... On our radio, it's an open source kind of. There's 18 different ways to do the same function. He's just making sure he's setting it up the way that you want it set up, man. Oh yeah, I'm not saying he's wrong. Well, no, I'm just I'm just explaining it. It's like, but I just want to. Yeah, I mean, I know you thing. know, but I want everybody to know the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because, dude, I mean, I see that guy, and I'm like, hey, I kind of wanted to do this, and he goes, well, you can do it like this, you can do it like that, and I'm like, show me. You know, and dude, it just works out perfect. I don't know. My one experience with him, I still feel sorry for him. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the only time I've really been around him right. was that one event. So he was at Greg's. Yeah, I didn't talk to him much. Yeah. I talked to him at the Duncan event. Awesome dude, man. Dude, when he one of my, one of my favorite people. Yeah, sure. he's he's really cool. Hearing Casey describe how he took his glasses off <laughs> to tell the story about the old bill. Oh, dude, it was it was perfect. <laughs> Heard things I cannot unhear. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, oh, he was at, at uh, Baxter flying one day. I guess I talked to him there too. Yeah. But yeah. I've only talked to him a handful of times. He seems really cool. Oh, no. James Squared, he's a good dude. Yeah. 
He's just, he cracks me up. So I know much. he's stupid smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And I mean, it's just like, if you need to know anything about anything, ask him because he knows, yeah. you know? If and not, if he, he's going to find out yeah, like 20 minutes later, right. here's all the documentation. In, in 10 minutes, he can do more <laughs> research than I can in a month. I'm just saying, man. And he's like, okay, this is why you want to do this. And this is why you wouldn't want to do that. And I'm like, that sounds perfect. Yes, want, sir. That was what I needed. <laughs> yeah, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> So he helped me out uh, whenever I first got the Doxy 5 going. I was trying to get the bailout to work with the ESC, and I was missing a step. I was like, I don't know how to make it do this. And he was able to figure it out, even though it, it was on a Fataba. Yeah, we were so, all sitting on speakerphone, or I was on speakerphone, sitting there talking to everybody, trying to walk through mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. I remember that. Because I'd never, I'd never dealt with an ESC where you have to give it a certain – so basically you have to have a – was it twenty percent throttle yeah. output from the transmitter to make the ESC go to an, into a certain mode? Okay, like goes into hold. Like, Never that don't, you don't do that on airplanes, right? Um, actually, that's how some of the turbine controllers work. Is it? Yeah, okay. to get them into start mode. Um, that's how they work. You have to use the trim to, for instance, on on that F eighteen, the trim in full up gives you a certain. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it gives you a certain percentage of throttle travel and then you run the throttle up beyond halfway and back down to idle and that's the signal for it to go into start mode but you have to have the trim at that specific position or else it won't do anything that's how you unlock it and yeah that. yeah put it up yeah. into that so i knew that was why like with the spectrum and fataba you can put the um trim switch basically a was it a two or three position switch where you one yep. click up goes full travel yep one click goes all the way down in that people did that to start the engines up, but I didn't yep. realize it was a travel thing, so to speak. And that, and that's exactly how my uh, trim switch is set up on that jet. It's a three position, so it's down, middle, and and full up. Yep. And I do that just so I don't you know turn it off by accident. But yeah, same principle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with the with the ESC on the heli, um, you've got zero, which is obviously zero. And then what was it, 70% where you run for your idle up, 70 or 80%, Matt? Uh, it depends on, uh, yeah, you do it by head speed. Usually I have one that's like 65, 75, and 85, something like that. Yeah, so then that's one of your head speeds. And then it's basically like a, another head speed, but it's at 20%. Yeah. And that's what locks it into a particular mode. So you've got um, soft start. So yeah. when you go from motor off, to start it, it it spools up and i think mine's set to like six or eight seconds or something like okay. that and then you go into bailout where it's basically 20 percent throttle but then when you go back to the run position the spool up is like three seconds okay yeah, so it's, it's like, for doing autos you pull into that mode and then when you need to bail out it doesn't take so long to spool back up that makes sense yeah, it basically puts the motor at idle just brings it down instead of completely cutting it off it just puts it in an idle speed and Let's it where you can spool up twice as fast so you can bail out, you know, if you have a problem in an auto or you lose all your head speed or something like that, and you need to, you know, get it back before it hits the ground. That makes sense to me. Then sometimes you flip that three position switch too far and you don't have a choice. <laughs> My first full auto. That's exactly what happened. You're coming down whether you want to or not. That's how you learn how to do autos real quick. Yeah. So this week I'm take it I'm take my Oxy five out and uh, I go into the bailout for the first time, and I'm autoing down, get to 100 feet or so, go back into spool up, and fly around. 
So do that like three or four times. And then I flipped the switch the wrong way. <laughs> and it was like, okay, well, I'm in for the ride. <laughs> and got it down on the ground. Didn't break anything. It's sitting there. And that's when it started to pull back up. Cause I went back into oh. trying to fly it <laughs> and it starts pulling back up. I was like, Oh, well I'm on the ground now. So yeah, I did it once with my goblin 500 was coming in. I'd been <clears> shooting <throat> autos and like sliding down the runway there in Wichita falls. And, and in one of them, I, I hit about eight feet and I went to flare okay. and I had lost all my head speed and I, I was in throttle cut. So it was off and it was too late. I mean, you just hear thud. I mean, it just hit the runway and just pieces everywhere. I was like, it was pretty impressive crash to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I dude, it didn't even slow down. Like it had no head. It was a complete blade stop. I was like, it's one of them. Uh Oh, bam. <laughs> yep. so the one I broke the gear on, that's kind of what happened but at about three feet. So I got a little luckier. Yeah, no, mine was at full speed, and it was not slowing down. <laughs> no, I had completely, I screwed it up, and so, I was at throttle cut, <laughs> so there was no saving it, and it was like, uh-oh. Bam. So did you, too much cyclic or too much collective? Uh, I had too much cyclic. I, I tried to feather it, you know, to slow it down mm. too much and lost all the head speed. Gotcha. And then, so there wasn't any flare, and there was no, collected there was nothing it didn't dude it didn't even slow down it was funny because mark just looked at me he's like really I'm like well it's kind of an impressive crash you know i mean yeah but <laughs> i don't know him crashing my t-rex 500 was that was real impressive yeah hey, he quit laughing and come help me pick this up you know well, yeah <laughs> i was just kind of glad he moved it out of the way because it was it was coming at me <laughs> right <laughs> i was like oh crap well, i'll put it this way when my t-rex 500 crashed I'm really glad Mark was flying it because otherwise somebody probably would have got hurt. It was that bad. Yeah, it was, it was that bad. Yeah. He turned one of my six S's into a banana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, that battery's done. It was a good thing that he's got the reaction speed he does. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Or it would have been a very bad day. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I, believe I was just glad me or Matt didn't get hurt. And ironically, we were trying to make the rescue work because they have like a rescue mode. You flip a switch and it auto levels. Right. It wasn't working right on that heli yeah. for some reason. It didn't auto level. It kind of went left and banked hard and yeah. went full pitch. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was very fast. <laughs> it all happened real quick. And it was probably just like hovering out in front of you. Mm, eight to he ten was a pretty away. good ways up in Oh, up was he? There. Okay. Yeah. No, he it was just kind of at least 60, 80 foot high. It just kind of banked left and rolled. And then went full pitch. Yeah, at about 2,000 RPMs. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yep. It came in pretty hot. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm out on helicopters. Nah, full full way, sketch. Way more fun. They need to make sure Carrie doesn't listen to this. Yeah. I was about to say, Carrie's probably hiding behind a chair right now listening oh, yeah. to this. <laughs> he's it's rocking back. His day, yeah, right? he's over there rocking back and forth. Make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> he's going to tell me, he's like, dude, I turned that episode off. I was getting sick to my stomach. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. His payback's coming. Oh, yeah. One of the, it, it, you know, I'm going to let it, let it. Smooth over for a while. Shh, don't say anything. Oh, asshole. Yeah. I think he may have put bad juju on you from the start on that deal. No kidding. Because I mean, how do you park a plane in a tree like that? It was a good. Li- it was a good park job, though. I mean, it dude, was- it was amazing. Yeah. 
motor was still running. I know that was the, that was the best part. I was oh. asking Clay. I was like, "Dude, what happened?" He goes, "No, no, get this, man. It stopped, and the motor was still running. We were all just staring at it." He goes, "Finally, somebody looked over and said, man, are you gonna kill it?'" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I turned around and looked at him and Mark, and I was like, "Huh?" They're, they're both like, "You gonna shut it off?" Yeah. <laughs> But it, I mean, it was a kind of full idle anyway, and coming in, and uh, they're both going, "You're still way out there," and I said, "Yeah, but I'm on this side of that trick," and I didn't even get it out of my mouth before it hit. Jeez! And it went, Kunk. I was like, "Huh, well, that kind of sucks." <laughs> man, you should just throttled up and flown it out, man. So yeah, that's what somebody else said. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, is how many people were convinced it was photoshopped. I yeah. know, dude. It, I mean, it did. It looked like it was just placed I, there perfectly. I bet I answered that question a hundred times that night. I bet they're like, "No, it's photo." Even Bill, he was like, "No, dude, there's no way you're kidding. It's photoshopped in there." I, said, I, I, I promise you, it's not. Bill right. still didn't believe him. He called me. I was like, "No, dude, he really put it in the tree." He's like, he, "He's like, man, I called bullshit on that." He's like, "I argued with Matt." I was like, "No, he really did." Yeah, I was like, "I'll send you pictures of the wings." Yeah, well, Dusty's I, pretty handy with a camera, man. But yeah. And he's good with a Photoshop too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Photoshopped the next couple of flights after I fixed it. Right. You see the, the old approach and the new approach. Oh yeah. yeah. That was Photoshop. But yeah, well he, he put the, he put the, <laughs> the plane in the tree again. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that was pretty good too. So, he's, I mean, it was an accurate picture though. Yeah. That's how it is now. But, and, and I did, you know, I think I did have parts ordered before it actually came out of the tree. Anyway, that Jeez. was an $800 screw up. Man, oh. you've gotten some heat over that for sure. Yeah. Well, Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Nah. You, you kind of brought it up. Well, I just wanted to know more. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it was my well, own fault. It was like you said, it was like, what was it? A uh, big plane perception? Yeah, was, yeah. Something. Yeah. That, that's exactly, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> right. So that reminds me. I haven't flown a big plane enough to know yet. Stay away from the trees, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Larry gets that new radio posted up. That was yeah. the first thing I started getting. He was like, he said, maybe it'll make me fly better. It's like, does it have a tree avoidance yeah, system? I yeah, that. I saw that. And immediately he's like, you hit one damn tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started to make a, like, maybe I need to put some of those DJI, you know, camera drone sensors on the bottom of it. I'm just glad that <laughs> I hit my trees before I knew y'all. <laughs> Everybody well, here has hit a tree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Casey hit that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like out there and to the right. I didn't have to climb the tree to get it, though. Only thing I broke was a prop. Ooh. You hit that tree three times and still didn't have to. In one flight. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, man. Trying to land in a pool is hard. It's way sketchier than you might think. Way sketchier. You're like, dude, that's a big pool. Until you try to put a plane in it. Right. I just found it. They make floats for that Cessna. I didn't know that. Which Cessna? The the Flex Cessna. Yeah, I've got a set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were talking about the float fly and stuff and yep. landing on water. I was looking that up yesterday. What are you going to do with that Cessna? Well, it's going to fly it. Okay. Never mind then. Why? Did hang you on to it. get one from Bill? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, wait. I don't want that one. Wow. <laughs> The programming is still not quite right. Oh, Bill, it's okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, the programming where you literally go in the config tool and say it's a Cessna. Listen, I'm just yeah. saying it's been... You're like, Cessna, right, done. 
it's been configured a little yeah. differently. Them guys apparently. at Flex don't know what they're doing. It needs some more of this or that. I mean, or this. And I don't have it quite right yet. So, but anyway, no. it flies. Well, it flies. What did he tell us the other day? So Bill got a new airplane the other day, and he's like, "Well, only things it needs is a spoon on the rudder." It's like, or some flying lessons, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you get him with? You got him with something. Uh, I don't know. Which one? A spoon Let's on see. the rudder. Yeah. <laughs> that is there just to spark conversation. No, it's there to save the tail of his airplanes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. But oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what you said. Is it saving the tail from all those sweet tail touches he does? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, or the takeoff where he jerks up on the elevator. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Dang. You can call it what you want. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to start that, brother. <laughs> Sorry, man. Why? Well, what do you want to do with the, the Cessna? I don't know. Oh. Mine's almost done. Oh. Well, we flew it again the other day, and one of the servos crapped out on it. So I'm needing, I'm needing an. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't model. let go of it, right? I have wing bags and stuff. Well, it. either way, here's the thing, man. If if I if I scrap mine, you got floats. Oh yeah. Or vice versa. Nah, I'll figure it out. Yep, I actually do kind of want one of those new ones, the orange and white. Man, I wish it came in a different color. I mean, I don't know. You should have at least two options in color. I feel. I agree there. You know. Yeah. Just so you're not, I don't know. It's when when all your friends buy the same airframe, if you only have one color scheme, that sucks. Yeah. Like whenever all your buddies all get yellow piranhas. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, when me and Matt mid-aired our piranhas, we couldn't tell which one was more fucked. Yeah. Until we got over there, too. Because it was like, the same color. <laughs> like, hmm. Well. I guess we'll figure out. Right. Did I hit you or did you hit me? Yeah. Well, it was funny because his was in pieces and they were all like, oh, Dude. man, and yours didn't hardly hurt. And I said, well, hell, he hit me. It exploded. <laughs> Got what he deserved. Dude, it exploded in the air. Yeah. Left wing went this way. Right wing went it, that way. It was impressive. The fuselage <laughs> went over here. The motor went over there. Part of it was over the fence. Man, you must have put yards. yours together right. We never found the battery. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. No, it. Like it exploded, and I've never seen a midair like scatter quite like that. I don't know. Maybe the you remember that Mustangs that crashed at Superfly? Oh yeah. Maybe those may have outdone us. Yeah, those that, were pretty epic. That was pretty impressive. Those piranhas were moving pretty fast when they hit. I think that's what helped. Oh yeah, they were full tilt. I mean, they were doing everything they would do, and it was about a ten G pull up. Right into the bottom of the other one. <laughs> yeah, we were, what, I don't know, 10 feet off the ground, just trucking together, just yeah. a couple of feet apart. Yeah. Yep. They pulled straight up into me. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't really expect us to be that close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was going to do this sweet Tom Cruise move, and, you know, right. and he'll fly right by me. Hey, look, man, Blue Angels. Oh, Top Gun's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That Tom Cruise is full of shit. Well, I forgot to hit the brakes. If yeah. Helps. I'm going to hit the brakes. and going to fly right by. I didn't get the warning. Yeah. <laughs> you got goosed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Literally. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, I know what it was. It was a servo saver on the rudder. <laughs> Remember? He was like, yeah. I need the servo saver like a car yeah. for the rudder. And I'm like, you know, if you just set it up correctly, you wouldn't cook the servo. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I don't know how the servo saver would work on that. Back to the thing. <laughs> I yeah. forgot. We saw a shooting star that same flight. That was cool. I do remember that. Yeah. Was it like a bad omen? Maybe. <laughs> I think it was a warning that we missed. Hey, so was that the yeah. same night that Mark crashed his uh, laser? Mm, I don't know. That was the last night we were out there. No, I think. Oh, we, so I'm, I'm thinking I was at this. I was not at no, this. I know what there. you're talking about now. Yeah. Like it, I think he crashed it the night after. Something like that. I don't remember. It was the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was the same night, but yeah. Dude, that's something about those. So Omens, Z200 lasers, like they don't have a good life expectancy in this part of the world. I mean, of the people that I know that have them. Don't have them anymore. Right. And it's. What is up with that? I don't. I mean, so Mark's, he kind of had a failure. Yeah. But the other two that I know of, it was on the other end of the sticks. Yeah. Which they both admitted. I'm not like calling them out or anything. No, no. Yeah. Me and Mike talked about that the other day, actually. He's like, yeah, that one kind of hurt a little bit. Who put the other one in? James. James Squared. No, his was a failure, too. Was it? He over-amped the ESC or something, right? Yeah, his was a failure, too. Which is not the plane failure, just equipment failure. Yeah. I don't know if he thermaled it or over-amped it, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Mike's deal. He he fired that thing up and wanted me to fly it. And I'm like, ah. I'm good. No, not right now. Dude, I was nervous, man. Brand new plane and everything. One of the biggest things I've ever flown. I'm like, ah. And then he put it in. And then he looked at me and goes, if you'd have been flying this thing, it'd still be alive. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely your fault, Casey. It is completely my fault. I should have been flying it. Of course, I wouldn't have been on the deck trying to do rolling hair ears. I'd have been up getting ice on the wings. But <laughs> yeah. And the plane would still be alive. Yeah. Wow. M- maybe. <laughs> I don't know. My Mamba one, my Mamba seventy ran perfect, like a hundred and eight flights. I get a hold of it, fly it, and it dies. Yeah, and then it takes me what six months to figure out how to yeah. get the thing to run right again. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it does I, run right now. Yeah. Note to self: No, you cannot fly my engine. That, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I totally get it. I have to stay away from the trees and Casey. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's back running. You can fly it again. No, I don't it needs know. To be flown. I don't think it needs that evil on it, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Where's your uh, your 3D hobby shops? Where's it at? Uh, it's on this uh, fender dolly thing in my garage. So you haven't put the motor back on it? No, the motor's sitting on a drum that's right in front of it. Let's get that closer. drum of whoop ass. Yeah, that's 55 gallon drum of whoop ass. Yeah, that, that's empty. Yeah, it's yeah. empty. Yeah. But it's getting closer to the front of the plane. Oh, yeah. It's it's as close as you can get without getting your eyes wet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jason looks at me and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about Bailey's. Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> it's a picture uh, of Bailey's, but a little bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> as close as you can get without getting your eyes wet. You ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? No, sir. Yeah. <laughs> What's the party one? 
love games. Oh, so you want to go to a party yeah. where we own each other? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we own each other? I don't rightly know, sir. <laughs> it's pretty good. Hey, it's horrible. Hey, look, it's <laughs> we're getting close to break time. Dude, we'll come back and then we'll talk about what's uh, what we've all been working on, man. Yeah, I've only worked on mine a little bit. Uh, me too. Yeah, I'm not near as motivated as Rod Elliott. No, that shit is a machine. Know, yeah, that any of us are. Yeah, it, true story. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna go to break. I think so. Are you trying to go outside and freeze your? Well, yeah, man. I, I kind of like to sneak a cigarette in there. I made it. A, I made it fifty six minutes without one, and then I cracked open that beer. I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's break time. Just ain't right. So huh? make sure you hit the pause. You told me to remind you. Oh, yeah. Perfect. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nuts and Bolts. Meatloaf edition. Three to four hours, 1,800 degrees. <laughs> I mean, the album is bad out of hell. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Jeez. I didn't, wow. think, I didn't think he'd actually say it. Yeah, rest in peace. Okay. Yeah, I think he would find that funny if he were still around. I don't know. I, I think of Meatloaf being a pretty funny guy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't remember. Probably not. He's probably pretty serious. You don't remember that movie Black Dog that he was in? He was a major asshole. He was. He's always like opera fisting in all his songs too. Man, very, very into it. Yeah. What was the uh, the other guy that was in that movie? Was it Patrick Swayze? No, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Patrick Swayze. What was it Black Dog? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only movie I remember Meatloaf being in. I know he was in more than that. That was the main one I remembered, at least. That was like a trucker movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought like Sylvester Stallone, but that was over the top. Yeah, it was Patrick yeah. Swayze. Yeah. yeah. Is Convoy the movie that had the duck? The guy that called himself the duck? Convoy? Yeah, there was a trucker movie with a guy called himself the Duck. He was the main character. That was the song. This is the Rubber Duck. Yeah, the uh, the country song Convoy or whatever. Maybe, yeah. There, there was actually you, a, you. You got to know what we're talking. There about. was actually a movie. I remember watching it. I don't know what he, I don't know what it is though. Yeah, I know. I know what he's talking about, but yeah. I I can't get it either. Now in the song it says something other. Something other. This is the rubber duck, and I don't remember really much else outside of that. Right. Hope no I, trucker lingo. Yeah, I've definitely heard the convoy <laughs> song before. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But the uh, you know a whole bunch of CB talked it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Some breaker one nines in there. Right. Breaker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will admit that's actually one of my parts about smoking the bandit that I like though is all the handles and shit. They're so funny. Like there's one. It's uh, the little beaver. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. You kind of strike me as a person that may have a CB radio, and if you don't, you want one. No, I've never had one. Little Cobra, nineteen there, LTD or something. There was a frog in that movie too. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was boy bear looking in our frog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though it's a hot Sally Field tail. Yeah. 
Oh, Stewie does that a lot better than I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Right now, Family Guy. Yeah, apparently. Because <laughs> yeah. I immediately went from that to, uh, to the other one where uh, I think it was, uh, was it Family Guy or maybe Robot Chicken where they're talking about Kelly McGillis and uh, she has like a horse head. And God's like, well, send her to the 80s and she'll pass for hot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. This took a horrible turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if you have a Stewie voice in you. Oh, yeah. Come on. No. Yeah. You I, I, I'd have to think about it Don't for a minute. It. I'd have to work on it a little bit. Hey, Brian. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Took a second. Yeah. I had to think about it a little bit. Be right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen one that's like, is this our vacation? Yeah. Yeah. So are we trash? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where we're going, folks. Uh, I don't either. Golly, come we on, Clay. <laughs> we were talking about what we were working on. So you've got a project on the table. Oh, dude. This is taking me way longer than I wanted it to. Of course, I don't really have very good stick to itiveness. You know? But it's not, it's a little not bit exactly of exactly resilient, are we? No, no. It's more like ow oh, again, I quit. And then I'll pick it up again later. Gonna have to look that word up in Webster's. Which one? Stick to itiveness. Yeah. I may have <laughs> made that up. It it means I'm lazy and I don't really want to get anything done or something. I don't know. <laughs> yep. So what are you working on? So it's a uh R C factory synergy. Okay. Twisted Hobbies. Isn't that right? Isn't it RC Factory or something like that? RC something? I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I don't have a clue. I know it's a really super slow indoor flyer that right. is like F3P. Yeah, F3P stuff. And it has more little carbon fiber rods and places and stuff. And th- Dude, it's ridiculous. Did you, I'm getting there, though. I am getting there. Did you figure out how to bend the carbon yet? I didn't do that. Oh. Yeah. Like one of the instructions, it actually shows them like holding a lighter underneath the carbon and heating it up and bending it. And I'm like, last time I heated up some carbon fiber with the lighter, it just caught on fire. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. Wow. So I just chopped it up and then put them all together and glued it. Yeah. Caught it good. Yeah. You're going to run the little uh, fences or whatever they call it, like the little things that make it fly even slower? I don't know. I think I'm going to fly it without them. And see what that's like. And then maybe just put them on there and try to fly it. Hopefully they don't blow off and see. And then I'll make a decision and make it permanent one way or the other. Is that the one you sent me the video on? Yeah. Yeah. That's looks fun. Yeah. Cool. Real slow. Oh, yeah. Super slow indoor. Which, man, that watching that video, if you go watch some like real FP or F, uh, F3P stuff, dude, it doesn't even look real. It looks like CGI is flying so slow. Because they're building these things that are like, I don't know, routed out foam and mylar and like the tiniest components and stuff like, dude, it's ridiculous. These guys get way nerdy on this stuff. Now, is that the thing that has the the 4D throttle? Well, I've got a 4D ESC in there. I don't know if I'm going to use it or not. So, how does that, I I understand the principle, the center of the stick is Mm -hmm. zero throttle. Right. So, higher advances throttle. Correct. And what does lower do? Lower reverses. reverses the prop. All right. So is it a reversible prop or is it reversing the actual It's motor? actually reversing. The ESC is reversing the motor. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. All right. So it's, uh, what is it? BL Heli S, I think, is the protocol in the ESC that allows it to do that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just a standard fixed pitch prop. 
Yeah. And then the motor's changing well, direction. It's actually a four D prop. But it's still fixed pitch. It's well, yeah. Not a, yeah, it's a fixed pitch. Right. Don't, don't yeah. they have some of those that have a a servo or something within the motor that moves? Yes. Actually adjusts the pitch of the prop like collective on a helicopter. Yeah, this doesn't do that. Okay. It's just actually the motor is reversing. Yeah. So the I, first four D stuff I ever saw was what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. I actually have two of those setups that I've never used. I want them at a Ceph down in Georgia. Uh, and I just never, I never bought the motors. I have the props set up with the push rods and the the whole, the whole, everything for the prop. I just don't have the motors. You have to have the special motor with the hole through the center of the output shaft. Yeah. When were you at Ceph? Uh, a long time oh. ago. Like, uh, uh, 2008, 2009. I thought that would be cool to go to. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I wanted to go back. I just haven't made it. Yeah. One of these days, man. One of these days. Right. What else are you working on? Anything? Mm, I got a ton of stuff I need to be working on. But you got the motor back on that plane yet? No. Oh. Getting closer to the front, though, I heard, huh? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's right in front of it. Oh, okay. You know, it just needs to crawl up there and put some bolts in itself, and it'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, Jason's over here scratch building a plane, making more progress. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's taking too long. <laughs> uh, I did make progress, you're right, but it's still there. I figured out how to get my plane built. <laughs> I dropped it off at Mark Nielsen's house. Yep. Day that's, and a half later, done. That's cheating. <laughs> you're just mad because I was efficient. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> I've thought about taking the B-52 to Mike's house and asking him if he'd finish it. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, here, whole yeah. box of parts. Leave it on his front porch with a note like it's an orphan. Right. Oh. I have considered it. We do that with crash planes and a buddy in Wichita. It's like, they just leave it on his front porch, box full of parts, you know, a little love note. I'm sorry, can you please fix me? Curtis puts it back together. Yeah. That's awesome. That's going to take a big basket for that Berger building, dude. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, more like a truck. Small trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking, will it? It'll just barely fit in your trailer, won't it? Oh, yeah. It'll fit in the trailer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot how long each wing half is. Uh, it's 174-inch wingspan, but the wings are swept, so the length of each wing half is actually slightly more than, you know, half of 174 inches. But, yeah, they'll they'll fit. Everything will fit. In so they're like ninety something inch piece. I honestly I don't remember. Yeah, I'd have to go measure. Or they're sweat. Uh, they sweat more than that, huh? Yeah, and the sweep is like thirty five yeah. degrees. I want to say that's pretty like good. That. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a monster. But the the progress I made was with the landing gear. Um, I modified some Robart Robo struts pretty extensively, and I designed some uh, adapters that have to be machined. For it uh, out of steel, and um, Bjorn is actually going to be working on that for me. Oh, cool! And uh, uh, but the the rest of the landing gear is ready to go. The mounts are made; they're ready to put in the airplane. But I'm going to get everything ready to install before I actually permanently install the mounts, um, just so I can run it, you know, in a kind of a mock up before I put it in the airplane completely. Oh, yeah. But the Robo struts, the Robo struts still have their uh, oleo action with the springs. That still works. Um, it's 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 turned out really nice. It looks pretty good. I've got uh, eight main landing gear, just like the full scale. Four brakes, which are all going to be on the aft gear. Uh, the brakes came from Electron Retracts, which the the retracts are also Electron Retracts. 
you know, they they work great. Uh, I'm excited to get it all put together. There's just a few little pieces. I'll say it's a really cool looking setup in the mock-up yeah. that you've got over there. Thanks. Yeah, that's going to be cool to see. It's taken me plenty of time to get to this point, so I'm glad it's all working out. Yeah, it's going to be done right, though. <laughs> just calling you out hey you're doing better than i would buddy right. i mean i'm i'm proud of you this is the biggest plane i've ever built by far um well i mean it's total scratch built from from three view yeah you know absolutely um it's i don't know i kind of get down a, a rabbit hole with it because i'll i'll design a part and then i improve on it right and I'll make plans and even, you know, cut pieces and I'll say, oh, well, you know what? I can make that better. And then I have to start over. Right. I've done that more than once on this project. I think that's part of the problem with a project that spans this long is I keep redesigning things and thinking of better ways to do things. And it takes me longer because I'm rebuilding, modifying. And sure, it'll turn out awesome, but it just takes forever. Oh, yeah. So. Well, this is one you want to take some time on, man. This is, this is a pretty cool deal. That's true. Um, I'm still, I'd love to be able to fly it this year, which is entirely possible. I just got to sit down and mess with it. In the last few weeks, I, you guys can see the landing gears in my living room, but right. haven't really wanted to go out to the shop when it's, you know. Oh, what, two degrees? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. 17 to 20 degrees out there. No, thank you. Yeah. So. No, I've, I've barely went to my shop for that very reason. When it's that cold, no, no. No, thanks. I've been going out to mine quite a bit, but it's just to smoke a cigarette and then go back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go out there and get a drill bit or grab a case of drill bits and come back in the house, but yeah, I don't stay. Right. <laughs> I walked out to check my mail. I was like, mm, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Walk back in the house. Yeah. I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it warms up a little bit. That whole 13 degrees, it's just, no. Yeah. Mm. It's not cool. That's why I had to put the bench inside so I could work on stuff in the house in the warm. I don't blame you one bit. And I've done a little bit. I haven't got, I haven't been as motivated as I had hoped I would be. So I've got that boat framed up. I've got the bottom put on it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I need to put the top on it, put all the linkages and servos and everything in it. If I sit down and focus on it, I could finish it in a night. So, but it, those kits, like somebody that, if you really were motivated, you could build it in an afternoon yeah. from start to finish. It's the way that's playing as I'm working on it. It says uh, you could build it in two days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on day, <laughs> I don't know, when I got the thing. But I don't know, it feels like two weeks. Well, Which I do a little bit every day, you know. And it's it's closer than it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I've been completely not motivated this week. So I've worked on it like one day. I think I've probably got a total of two and a half hours in it, maybe. Right. Um, is the is the boat glow or electric? It's going to be electric. Okay. It was meant to run on a Cox 049. Right. And uh, I'm going to run. It's a, a motor made by, or I, you get them through Grayson Hobby. Okay. And it's called a Super Mega Jet. Um, runs like a six by four or six by five prop runs on a 50 amp ESC and I think it's like 2,500 KV. Okay. So runs on three S little three S screamer, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you guys ever hear of the RC powers plans from, oh, in the neighborhood of 10 years ago? 
I'm not sure. So he made a this guy is the RC Powers Facebook or website, and he made a bunch of flat foam airplanes, mostly like jets. Okay. So F twenty two, F sixteen, or uh, F eighteen back then. Um, I think he made like an SU thirty five. He had a whole bunch of different ones. You buy plans, and you print them out on sheets of eight and a half by eleven paper, tape the plans together, and then you cut it out of like foam board, Dollar Tree foam board, or fan fold and stuff like that. And so, um, some friends of mine got to building the F twenty two a bunch. It was. I think it was like 10 bucks for the plans. You had like $5 worth of foam in it. And then the motor combo that he recommended was the, this super mega jet that I'm talking about. Okay. So like the motor, they had a super combo. You could get a motor ESC prop and some servos for like 40 or 50 bucks. And that's what he recommended. So we got to using them and I thought, well, I could just order one of those and put it on this boat. So that's what I did. And they were cheap enough, you know. And I knew that it would run the prop and probably do about what I wanted to do. Yeah. There could possibly be a better motor out there. My buddy built one of these boats with the same motor ESC and all that. And the motor is too fast for the boat. So you get it up wide open, it gets real sketchy. <laughs> and you don't really want to turn with it because it might go tumbling end over end. Right. Okay. So... It's got plenty motor. I'm confident of that. All right. But could it be better? Maybe. But yeah. it doesn't need to be. I still think it needs success. <laughs> that, that little boat I mean, cannot handle it. They give it a lower center of gravity. That's right, man. So just <laughs> well, like airplanes, though, boats me. lighter or better, you know. Yeah, well, true. And uh, jets over Kentucky that last year, that would have been awesome with all the rain, having a little swamp buggy to go. <laughs> I wish we'd have had it at Superfly. We would have had, uh, man they, all the events this perfect. year. Rain, rain, man. Yeah, but Superfly had a moat around it. It did. <laughs> yeah, the part we thought was a runway when we first got there. Yeah, we show up yeah. at night and like, golly, that's a huge runway. It's like, oh, it's a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's full of water. That's Whoops. Reflection. Okay. Well, if yeah. you got floats, it is a runway. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wishing we had a float plane. Yeah, we needed it. I really. I put it this way. I didn't want to fly my gas plane because I was afraid that it would bury up too much and break the gear out of it. It was, the ground was that soft. I believe it. Yeah. I've never seen an RC event that wet. I I destroyed a pair of shoes at Jets over Kentucky. Just walking through water all day. We got to where we weren't wearing shoes. (laughs) We just abandoned shoes altogether for like a day. And just had to avoid the anthills after that. Yeah, it was like Woodstock, but with airplanes and not so many people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or music. Oh yeah, some. there was some music. Yeah, yeah. Now the ants were by far the worst part of that whole trip. But savage little buggers, man. Mm-hmm. I do remember yeah. for sure the night before thinking, "Dang, I got a nice paid runway." Get him the next morning. He's like, why is Mike tail dunking on the runway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> and then the next night, I'm like, man, what can I put on my feet from all these ants biting me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we go back, I'm going to make sure to take something that floats. Yeah, and ant spray. Yeah. There's a thing? There's such thing as ant I spray? I don't know. 
maybe just a bag of sugar and we'll just pour that way over there and they'll just all migrate to that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Hey, I got the crop duster. We can throw some Amdro in there. Oh, yeah. There you go, man. Uh, dust them. <laughs> just dust them. <laughs> what is it? Uh, have some of that fire ant powder stuff. Yeah. They were lighting, man, they were lighting you up. I mean, it was serious. I kept my shoes on and just avoided them. Right. Well, dude, I, I was getting bit through my shoes, man. Really, I mean, they were crawling into where, my shoes. I just watched where everybody was, ow, ow, ow. I stayed away from there. Yeah. The worst <laughs> they got me was in the pilot station on concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah not they even, were trying to avoid the water, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Dude, they got me bad, real bad. Like, I didn't think I was going to be able to land my airplane. I was almost just going to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm abandoning this. I ended up hitting a fence with it because I was like just trying to get it on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. They actually have an event coming up, too. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they have an IMAC event IMAC. coming up. Yep. March, what, like 20-something? Boy, that snuck up on me real quick, too. Yeah. I was all... Yeah, I'm going to do iMac. And I'm like, I don't have anything ready for iMac. Well, so all the other contests that are kind of near us, they're far enough out. You still got time. Okay, good. I got mine back together. So that's the one thing I was working on was wings in my living room floor. I didn't want to be in the garage either. It's too cold. (laughs) No, I was getting all excited about it. And then I got looking at the schedule. and I was like, well, not going to that, not going to that. Like, oh, I'll go to this one. Oh, it's in July. Yeah. <laughs> Got some time. All right. Yeah. No, I don't I don't even remember for sure, but they're ways out. Like the one in Newton, Kansas, uh, Copan, Sherman, they're all way out. Um There's one in West Texas. Yeah, West Texas is like the second one, I think. That's in Odessa, I think. I don't know if I'll make that one either though. Yeah, I was looking at it. It's in March or something too, I think, isn't it? First part of April. I thought it was in April. But I'm not sure. Okay, maybe it was April. I've got to look at that again. But we ended up, uh, I canceled the deal in Duncan today, actually. So um, ended up deciding not to do that because the Weatherford swap meet in Weatherford, Texas. Yep. Yeah. I know they get a lot of traction. And uh, I didn't want to try to split and try to get people because a lot of the people I would expect to come to the Duncan swap meet would also go to that one. Right. Um, then the IMAX school is in the same day in Baxter or Baxter field, whatever you want to say. Right. Yeah. So we ended up canceling that. So as far as I know, all we got is the Baxter IMAX school and then Skinner's Skinner's is going to kind of seems like be it's the big unofficial deal, start. Yep. Seems like it's going to be a pretty big deal. Yeah. Everybody's jacked on it. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I think I'm going to take some duct tape and try to seal my trailer up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Trying know to keep how the g- dust out, huh? Dude, it's so bad. I've I got- sold my trailer afterward. I was like, no, oh, let's just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't cleaning that up. That's not really how it it's went, for but sale. I did sell it. Yeah, <laughs> I sold it within a week of Skinner's last year. Yeah. Just left the dirt in it. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can come look at it. It's a little dusty. I hadn't had a chance to clean it up yet. Yeah, everybody got dusty that week. Dude, it was so bad. Yeah, I plugged the vent holes in my trailer, but I need to do something around the the side door. Back door seals up pretty good, but the side door leaks. Was it worse than High Sierra? For me, more of my stuff got dusty, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no better. I'll put it that. No, 
Well, it was different. Right. Different kind of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of dirt. Um, High Sierra, I don't know if it was worse than that. High Sierra was like, a, what do they call those? Uh, is it Shamal? Uh, the desert uh, sandstorms? Oh, I'm not sure. That's the closest thing I've experienced to that was at High Sierra. When we were driving out of there, you couldn't see what? hundred yards i don't even think you could see in front of the bumper man like you were missing like i think there's a hood up there it's yeah. crazy dude crazy yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you did have a ton of aircraft blowing out of there you know i mean mm-hmm. well, greg's it was real bad down there last year even worse than the year before i would say yeah i would agree but i had my trailer taped up i had all the vents <laughs> taped up and it was still so full of dust um I don't know. Mine wasn't too horrible, but it was, I mean, you could tell you'd been there. <laughs> it was, it took me a little while to clean it all out. Yeah, mine. Just take the compressor out there and start blowing stuff out of it. Yeah. But I guess that's going to be the unofficial start of the year. Unless we do something else. Unofficially official. When is, when is Skinner's again? First weekend of April. Okay. We got to figure out when we're going to do nitro days too. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the nitroxy, I was thinking about that when you were speaking of having a fifty-five gallon drum of it. Yeah. I need to wheel it up here and just mix it on side. Yeah, I am once again interested in nitro. <laughs> I've got about ten gallons. I was going to say house. you've got a stack at your house. Jeez. I might have half of a gallon, and it's fairly old. What have you got? Twenty and thirty. 30 and 15. Okay. Is none of it's mixed to 22 and a half? No. Okay. Well, yes, two gallons. Is 22 okay. and a half. It's a, it's a heli thing. You oh, okay. Get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I bought one of those uh, Jersey Modeler jugs, yeah. and I mixed two gallons. And, well, you saw it. That 700 lasted, what, like three minutes? Yeah. Yeah, so that's how much fuel I don't have out of that two gallons. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to get all this nitro. I'm going to fly this out. Oh. <laughs> I really wish I knew what happened to that heli. But I still it, have that uh, 500, the Hughes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that thing. I'm not getting rid of that one. No, I'd like to do more scale stuff, actually, but... It's just expensive or a lot of work. Yeah. I just haven't I gonna, got there yet. Say, I looked at a few, and it's it is it's expensive to get into scale. Scale to me is more demanding in general. Just keeping it in flying condition, keeping it looking good, and I, that's fixed wing or rotor wing, either way. But but I, I tend to like scale aircraft more. So yeah, I've come to realize that. Well. Renee is working on that EC-135, and, and it's it turning looks, out great. It looks good, yeah. It looks really, really good. good. So, yeah, he make, every time I see – well, and then I'm on a couple other groups, and there's a, guy, a couple of guys in there working on Bell 412s, and that just really gets me itching, wanting to work on mine. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I got a bunch of other stuff to do. So it stays where it's at. Man, I've got so many projects, airplanes – pieces of airplanes will gave me an airplane last week <laughs> like i needed another one right 
I'm gonna throw it away. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Just put so, it in, put it in the shop and wait. Yeah, I got room in the attic. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing about the bell is it's mostly fiberglass, so. Mm-hmm. It should still be in just as good a condition in a few years from now. Yeah. The only thing I have to worry about is the blades warping, but I've got them properly stored according to the scale guys. So hopefully they stay straight because that's the other thing is parts for those things are outrageous. So the blades are like 400 bucks or something crazy like that. Was that on your, that other one you have that's in yeah. pieces? Still? On the Vario. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, you had a lot of stuff for that. Oh it's yeah, be take a while to put together and get built, but it would be really yeah. Really, what fuse is that? It's a Vario Bell four twelve. Four twelve. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably be even more excited if it was a a Bell two hundred five or a Huey, like a yeah UH one D model. <laughs> I'd probably be really excited about it, but a four twelve is cool enough. I mean, it's just got a different doghouse on it. And then I see like the uh, the uh, Y model Hueys, and I'm thinking, could I maybe convert mine to make it look like that? But yeah, I'll just fly make a civilian scheme one. Yeah, yeah, um, it's gonna be a cool heli though. Yeah, the, I watch those videos. I, I you know I study like a lot of military stuff all the time, so they've got the they call them the Yankee Huey, and it's uh, the Huey Venom. Oh yeah, it's the latest rendition of them. They're, it, basically, it's kind of like a four twelve, but even more modified still. And then the uh, the Zulu Cobra, which is another highly modified Cobra. Oh yeah, the Lamborghini panel wagon. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the latest right. versions of them. I'm sorry, Sapphire Blue. There's, I guarantee you, there's some marine guy out there that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, dude, I, I guarantee you, most people probably know what you're talking about. I'm the one that has no clue. Lamborghini <laughs> <laughs> panel, Lamborghini panel wagon. Let's see, it's an L98 Cobra Zephyr see, 5000. Oh, you put two or three bitches and throw a deer in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I derailed it again. <laughs> Casey got bored, had to throw Not something bad. in. I was like, wait, what are we <laughs> talking we about go. here? Rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what were you earlier? Speaking of that, I told you I was watching a deal about the Falklands War. What were you telling me about the, the Vulcan bombers? Oh, that they launched from uh, Ascension Island, which is off the west coast of Africa. It's a little bitty uh, airfield there. It's owned by the British. Um, it's a volcanic island, actually, that they built a runway on. And, um, it's it's a decent size island, but there's not a whole lot there. No, I was yeah, just I was there last year. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. We've it's a there's an Air Force auxiliary airfield. It's it's the same airfield that the British use, but that's it's called a, a U.S. Air Force auxiliary airfield. There are three Air Force personnel on the island. Oh, wow. <laughs> How yeah. do who do you piss off to get that assignment? Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were there as like a uh like a captain, a master sergeant, and an airman. Like I know who empties all the trash cans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that poor kid's life <laughs> shit. Jeez. Yeah. So So do you like tropical temperatures? How about volcanoes? Have I got the place for you? 
So that you know, I sent you that video of the hornet. They, they call it the blue noise or whatever. Yeah, blue note. Yep. Yep. Um, have you seen the one for the Vulcan though? No, have not. Yeah, you need to look that thing up. It has a really cool sound. Okay. It's uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if I like the hornet or the Vulcan better. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't know. (laughs) 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 That sounded pretty Vulcan to me. Maybe. Uh, Live long and prosper. That's right. It's it's a pretty cool bomber. I'm sorry. It has a lot of history to it. It's a a big big delta wing. Yeah, big delta wing or flying wing, either way you want to look at it. But yeah. Well, it is a delta flying wing, I guess you, you would say. Because it does not have a horizontal stabilizer, so it's a flying wing. But yeah, pretty cool looking aircraft. Um, just a, a little more interested now. I like flying wings. Flying wings are cool. It's an old British bomber. Yeah, it's pretty neat. There's one at Barksdale in their little museum, the outdoor museum. There's a, I believe it's a white one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it. I remember the B-47. Yeah. But I don't know if I remember the Vulcan being there. No, I always thought the B forty seven would be a cool one. That should be your next project. I got so many next projects. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, the forty seven, like you could kind of copy what you've already done. Pieces of it, yeah, yeah, pieces of it. You're right. But I've got an F sixteen, an A four, an F four, all fiberglass kits that need work. Uh, the F-4 and the A-4 are still in the box, and the F-16 just needs a lot of work. It was flown as a... Uh, the F-16 is a yellow aircraft, too, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's the original F-16 yellow produce, yeah. And it's it had a uh, glow fan in it. I believe it was flown, but uh, I'm modifying it kind of extensively because uh, I want to make it a turbine, and I, just, I need to strengthen it a little bit. So, And it also had the... Uh, the wire landing gear and I want to put a scale landing gear in it which is requiring quite a bit of work but I always wanted an A4 after seeing them with the Blue Angels right I don't know Ooh, that would have been like late 80s yeah way to date yourself there hey you know <laughs> I don't know if I'm the oldest one here I'll, I'll put it I this way be. the Blue Angels have never flown the A4 since I can remember yeah you weren't born then <laughs> right asshole <Ow>. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I sued him one time. I was like, no. Yeah. I did too, hanging from the ceiling in Pensacola. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that ain't right. Damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, that's why I send you that, that Clint Eastwood oh, gif yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> now, you hadn't, you couldn't have been very old when that was, though. No, I was. Uh... Let's see. I've been probably seven or eight. I was going to say, you're not that much older than me. But when I was about that age, maybe 10, they were flying the Hornet. Yeah, they were already in F-18s. Yeah. Because yeah. the first time I saw them was I was about that old, and they were flying F-18s by then. Yeah. That was the first air show I went to at Barksdale. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what year they went into the 18, but it wasn't too long after that Yeah, that they moved up. They had been flying A-4s for a little while since then. Yeah. Or, uh, before the I saw him. But yeah, it would have been like 84, 85, something. 
Mm-hmm. A four is a neat little airplane, man. Yeah. You know that always brings up the questions: What are they going to fly next? Uh, well, they they just moved to, to the, the Super Hornet. Yeah, Super Hornet, correct. Right, but I mean, eventually, there's not going to be more Super Hornets. F twenty two Raptors. Oh, no, they'll never be the Thunderbirds in the twenty twos. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I just think it'd be cool, man. I think it'd do wild stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. But it's. You know, it's interesting, but the, the demo teams, both the, the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds, uh, they don't like the larger aircraft. They try to stick with smaller aircraft. Right. Um, they actually experiment. The Thunderbirds experimented with the F-15 and didn't like it. Right. They, they, they stuck with the F-16, even though they had the choice of going to the 15, just because it, they didn't want the bigger aircraft. They were in an F-4 for a while. Yes. For a few years, and that's a big bird. Yes. That's the only yeah. one that both teams used. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I can't remember. I, I know it is. They did both use it, yes. I just trying to remember if it was the only one. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the only one because it's the only – it's one of the only few aircrafts that both services used. Yep. But, uh, no, the uh, – I know the Thunderbirds used the T-38s for a while. Mm-hmm. They used the F-4. And then they never used – no. The, F-100. Yep. They used the F-100. And uh, whatever the open nose one. 86. Mm-hmm. Saber, isn't it? I think originally one of the, not not originally, but it was, I'm pretty sure they did use it one time. I don't think I didn't think the Thunderbirds existed that far back. And the F100 is an open nose too. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. 100. Yeah. What's the Starfighter? 104. 104. Okay. Yeah, they never used a 104. No, it would have been a horrible, horrible <laughs> F Thunderbird <laughs> plane. We're flying the whole air show at Mach 1.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there they go, folks. Yeah. That's a 105. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Thunder Chief they used. Thunder Chief, yep. And they used a 100 Super Saber, yeah. Yeah, I knew they used a 100 for sure. Matt's over here cheating using Google. I am. They used an F-84, too, but... Yeah, F eighty four, not yeah, the F eighty six. I don't I think it was Yeah, it's like called a street pods on the wingtips. Huh. So, yeah, if I remember right, it kind of favors it, it kind of favors a P eighty, I think. Okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Okay. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm thinking right. Yeah, so it's not exactly like a P eighty, but it's similar, yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, man. No, I, I don't know. Like I said, the F-16, the F-18 will be around for a long time, but That's what I was thinking. eventually they're going to be obsolete. Yeah. So They're going to be flying UFOs, man. Well, I think the Thunderbirds are going to change before the Blue Angels do because they're running F-16s. Yeah. I bet they make a move beforehand. I wonder Maybe if they'll have to go to the F-35 then. Uh, they're using 16s for a long time. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. But the F-16 is still being produced, at least. But you know, the U.S. isn't buying it. I don't know about right now. Um, when they went to the F-16, though, the number four aircraft actually had the uh, the vertical stabilizer is made of a composite, whereas no other F-16 in the inventory was. Because he flies so close to number one, they were worried about the tail overheating and failing due to the the heat coming out of the exhaust. Number one, it's a problem that the 
the Blue Angels don't have because of the split verticals. Right. But yeah, the uh, the uh, Thunderbirds number four F sixteen is the only one that's got a different vertical stabilizer. Really? Did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Now, one thing that was surprising to me was they uh, like with the I don't know about the Thunderbirds, but the Blue Angels get retired fleet aircraft. So when the fleet is done with them, beating them up, then the Blue Angels get them. And then when the Blue Angels are done with them, they're not good for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Down there at Shepard, they had a bunch of, when I went through there, they had a bunch of F-16s for training aircraft. They'd let people, you know, take parts off of them and put them back on. And they were all either aircraft that had been, uh, for instance, over G'd severely or had timed out. And they're, that's what they did with them. They took them there and let uh, maintenance uh, trainees play with them. Oh, yeah. Take them apart and put them back together again? Yep. Tell you what, knowing a few guys that work on them really <laughs> makes me confident in the Air Force, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They can't all be like that, right? I just have a feeling that they are. Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Man, some of the stuff that I've heard that guy say and do. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he's different at work. I don't know. Sweeping up the sunshine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sweeping up the sunshine. Have you heard this? Oh, yeah. 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 Turning leaves over, sweeping sunshine, yep. hugging trees. Yeah. <laughs> Clean the sunshine off that sidewalk. I, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Dry, what was the other one? That was wash the rain off the sidewalk or something like that. So the the worst thing that I personally saw was uh, when I came in from a weekend duty one time, there was an airman. He, he, was, he was in trouble. We all knew it. But... Uh, he was sitting on the curb. He got there before all of us on weekend duty. So he's like there at six in the morning. He was sitting on the curb, cutting the grass with a pair of scissors outside of our squadron, literally cutting the grass with a pair of scissors. That was his extra duty punishment. Yeah. I may or may not have done that to my children at some point. <laughs> What's the worst one? You It'll had? motivate you. Me? Oh, I didn't get in trouble very much. Why you lie? You had hey. to have done something. There's a witness somewhere. Oh, no, here's I the never deal. said I didn't get do anything. Yeah, yeah. But he if just you didn't don't get, get caught, caught, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a witness at the end of the table. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's no fool, man. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did some stupid stuff. Don't get me wrong. You just, <laughs> you just don't get caught. That's the trick. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is you didn't have any ridiculous punishment. No, no, no. Oh, so he made it all through the Air Force. Nothing. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> It's called living right, man. Life choices. That's it. I did my job, and when I did do stupid stuff, I didn't get caught. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of life choices, didn't uh, didn't Larry have something to say about that the other day when he was talking about being so cold? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. He's always giving Clint shit. You know, yeah, yeah. life choices. It's like... Meanwhile, he's freezing his ass off, and Clint's warm inside. You know? Right. <laughs> it, it happens. I know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's so funny how much he hates cold too. Like I've never seen anybody that hates the cold more than Larry. I don't blame him one bit. Oh man, the cold is the worst ever. Dude, the last two days, 
It's so bad. It's like <laughs> bone hurt. And dude, I, there's guys up north that are just laughing at us right now. But no, you guys moved up there. You know it's like that. You're used to it. This ain't. I mean, you choose it, right? You know, yeah. I mean, it's like temperature swings. Like, oh, it's 80 today. Now it's 12. I'm telling you, it's not the same. It is it's not, not the same not. thing, man. So the other day it was 21 with a wind chill of seven, and I'll be honest, when the wind wasn't blowing, if I could get out of the wind, it's like, oh, it's not too bad. And then I'd stand in the winds like, this is the worst thing ever. Yep. I was absolutely. I was literally in Antarctica a little over a year ago. It was negative 24 degrees where my airplane was. And I spent most of the time in a hoodie. And that was it. And I was perfectly fine. Um, it's not the same. A different kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People say that about like Alaska, too, that I've heard. You get up there and it'd be that cold, but it doesn't feel like that. Right. Not like it does down here. I don't know if it's humidity or what. It ain't right. Dude, that wind. That's it's, yeah, it's the wind, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have wind in North Dakota too, but I would imagine it's probably real cold there. No, yeah. Yeah, my that sucks. Well, I was talking to Terry Wiles about it, and he's like, yeah, it gets really, really cold here. Which he's in South Dakota, but yeah, apparently it's just as windy there as it is here. I I spent most of a December in uh, in in Minot one year, and I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't recommend it. <laughs> one star, not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I went to a facility in uh, Fort Worth today, and I was talking to the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, when it gets this cold, like we have a lot of problems. Like apparently gauges freeze up. All of, a lot of the additives don't flow because they're." He's like, they're already kind of thick. And he's like, and then in the wintertime, they definitely don't move. Like, it's just, it's just trouble. Like, equipment just, it just doesn't work when it's this cold. I'm like, good. And neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately for them, they have to make the equipment work <laughs> because apparently people like to drive. Uh, yeah. We use a lot of gasoline in this country every day. Oh, yeah. A lot of jet fuel, too, actually. So, project-wise, what are you working on, Matt? We we kind of skipped over you. Mm, I was doing replacing wings and stabs on that big NG that decided to stop in the tree. <laughs> Got that done. The elevator servos in that thing are, are pain in the ass. I just want to put that out there. I don't know if it's the spacers that make it that much of a pain, but those are a pain to replace. Yeah. But I got that all done, and it's trimmed out and flying again. And then uh, I had a 60-inch NG that I was about to start building, but Mark was bored, stuck at home on COVID protocol. So I dropped that off at his house, and a day and a half later, I got it completed. So it's now like I'm the- on to... Is that the extreme flight? Yeah, it's an EF, uh, the red and black and silver NG 16 Oh, the Kyle Rickaway edition. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I wish I'd had the blue and white one now. I'd have Twinkies. But, you know, the Kyle. Look, Don <laughs> Yeah. And. No. I mean, Kyle's pretty cool, but I don't think he's cool enough to, like, have his own. He's not Jason Don I, I just had to right. bust his balls about that. Mm hmm. Because of all the crap I've caught over the laser. 
Mm-hmm. The Don Hockle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, the exact same one. Yeah. Which I don't have. You, you tried because though. you didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I want uh, no. I don't want that red and silver. Not the big one. I was talking about thing. the laser. Oh. Well, not my fault. I know. I bought the last one. Exactly. That's on you. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, you could but be no. flying a blue NG right now. I could have. Yeah. I didn't want to. But I got that going, and then uh, let's see. What else? I have, a, I have a Corsair that I need to work on. I've got to order. I've got a uh, three-cylinder Sato FG33 to go in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I need to order the the round pot for it, and I need about nine servos. So, oh geez, it's a uh, it's on hold for a minute. Somebody may or may not have bought a another nitro heli, so kind of emptied my my fun account for a little bit. But right. and uh, I got a flat uh, JTA foamy that I need to build too. I need to get that done if we're going to go to the tiny or something. I need yeah. it. I forgot about the tiny. That is actually coming up earlier than Skinner's. Yep. Yep. So it's in March. No. I don't remember. I don't have a clue when it is. I need to look. That sounds right. It's first part of March. Yep. I would like to go to that. Yeah. Probably should try to. Since I'm not gonna have my own indoor event. And I don't really know if we're gonna have much of an indoor season here. We haven't found a place to fly it. Really? Yeah, so far. That's because of laziness, too. I've, I've, I've found places that are big enough. I just haven't made phone calls to find out. One of them was just astronomically expensive, so that was not going to be a phone call to make. That's what I was going to say. is like the ones we have found, it's just priced out of it. Right. I'm thinking some of these indoor soccer places might work with us a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to bring the Mighty Fly, wasn't I? That's all right, man. Yeah, I forgot about it. I still got the extra. Yeah, we were going to go there. And see if we could fly them. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this now. I think it's easier to talk them into it if you're like, well, I've got one in the car I could show you. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was going to bring the Mighty Fly with me on this trip, and we were going to do that. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot it. <laughs> Full corporate Casey. They're not going to say no, man. Right. I'm not walking in there looking like a hobo. It's going to be good. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I'm an aerospace engineer. This my helper but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow, that's perfect yeah. <laughs> wow and uh we've been working on some stuff and man we really just need an indoor place with no wind to try to fly some things you know what i'm saying this is my helper yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah <laughs> oh man what's his hat say i can't pronounce it either it's okay <laughs> man i'm yeah. looking forward to uh superfly Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got a, we got some stuff we need to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. We need to make a list. Yeah, we can't talk about it on here necessarily, but right. We want it to be a surprise. Oh yeah, I thought, I thought we already threw it out there. Well, no, no, no. We're talking about the list of things that. Oh okay, okay. The that's going to be secret. Okay. Never, everything else is out of the book. Gotcha. It's stuff that wouldn't be really interesting for listeners. Right. Yeah. It's more like getting the event going kind of yeah. stuff. Fair enough. All like, you guys need to know is show up at Lindsay first week of October. Last week of September. Yeah, it kind of runs from yeah. the... Was it September 29th through October 1st? Something like that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I was actually about to mess it up real bad and say it was the last week of October. 
So I was off about a month. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look. I'll be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're not planning this event or anything. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to go check out the airfield tonight. We well, didn't make it. Yeah. We didn't make it. Yeah. Well, somebody had to play on their VR. Play on the Oculus, dude. Yeah. You were still shoving pizza in your face. Don't talk yeah, I was to about me. to say, <laughs> don't, don't I'm just saying. Listen, shut your mouth when you talk to me. <laughs> no, uh, I think we're gonna go out there tomorrow. Maybe I don't know. We are. Maybe. Oh, okay. We can. You got a lot of plans for tomorrow. Well, we're not going to the indoor soccer stadium, are we? I don't think so. Probably not. Right. So at this point, that one's out. Yeah. I really don't know what we're doing tomorrow. Maybe I'll be motivated to make a phone call, though. I don't know. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's a phone call situation. I think that's a show up and run what you brung kind of deal. Because on the phone, they're gonna be like, "What? Get what? No, oh, no. Let me show you. You know. Yeah. That's a show and tell situation." I agree. Then we talk to them about how many pretzels they're going to sell. and Oh, yeah. It'll be a good deal. Mostly to you, right? Oh, yeah. I love pretzels, <laughs> man. <laughs> We're hedging our bets with pretzels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, man. Concession stand's got to make something. You got you to have something for them, man. You got to dangle that carrot. But pretzels? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, really. Last concession stand you went to, what they had? They had nachos. They had pretzels. Are they the soft pretzels? Yeah, I was going to say. I would hope so. If I get up okay. there and there's not any soft pretzels, I'm going to be really upset with you. Right. I don't know if <laughs> they even have. Ne- Dude, do I look like I've stepped foot better into an indoor the, soccer place? I have no clue. cheese, you dip it in Dude, and everything. Yeah. The last Rico's. concession stand I went yeah. to had pickled snow cones. What? What? Was that in Duncan? It's at the baseball parks. Yeah, that, that explains a lot. You look more like you'd go to an indoor soccer arena than I do. That's true. <laughs> I mean, just today. If you would have said now. that yesterday, yeah. maybe not so much. I was going to say, Hobo Casey has changed. Oh, yeah. Maybe I was there picking up trash for extra cash, you know. Still ain't right. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I messed everything up. Hims had to grow up and go get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have left the mohawk though. Oh, that would have been the awesome. reverse mohawk. Yeah, yes, that would have been good. Thing yeah. should have oh. showed up with that. I should have had more fun with it for sure. Like yeah. crazy big handlebar mustache going all the way down. I'll say you had a day or, or two. You yeah, taking to cut it all off. I just went for it, got it over with. Yeah. So I don't get on Instagram much, right? But I noticed that Rod is actually on Instagram. Yeah, yeah Rod's on Instagram a lot. And uh, I've seen he's been posting some pictures of his build on there, too. Oh, yeah. So that thing is coming on, coming along quite nicely. The GB? No, no he's scratch building a third scale cub. Oh, okay. But he's going to, it's called a J3P. So it has a radial engine rather than uh, an inline or opposed. Opposed, yeah. So it's a three cylinder FG90? I think so. Yeah. It's a Sato FG90, I'm pretty sure, on a third-scale Cub. But he bought plans from Boss USA, and he's scratch-building it. And it's turning out very, very nice. Like, went to Home Depot and bought the wood, scratch-building it. 
he did a truss style ribs. Okay. Like so, he made his own ribs out of uh, plywood rather than um, cutting them out of balsa. That's awesome. Yeah, there's the you can see in the picture Matt's got there. And he says it's surprisingly lighter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Man. I was going to say what what did he cut down to make all that? Plywood. Is it plywood? Yeah, ply. Yeah. yeah, the ribs are plywood. And then there's balsa in there, too, like that wingtip. Um, oh, yeah. The sheer web, sheeting. It's not all plywood. but yeah. I was just amazed that he went and was able to get this at a local hardware-type store, you know? Let's see how he cut it. Yeah. That's so cool. maybe that was just me just being dumb, you know, but I no. thought that was pretty crazy. That's that's pretty cool. I'm trying to remember what his reasoning was, why he just started doing the ribs this way. Was it because he didn't want to buy a bunch of balsa or couldn't get a bunch of balsa? I don't I I don't I'm not sure. I can't remember either. But I think that's just how he does it, man. Yeah. And then he sends us a message today of how he messed up and he's like, just like Don Ockle said, he's like, Even I mess up, it's just wood. Yep. <laughs> so kind of words of encouragement, I guess. And then 20 minutes later, he sent his video. It's all fixed. Good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done it the way it should have been done the first time. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I was looking for a picture of that motor, but I don't see it on here. I'm pretty sure he said it was a, a, a 90 FG90. Yep. Sato. That's it, man. Yeah. He sent us some videos of it running. I don't know if he put that on Instagram or not. It sounds pretty sweet. I think it's got a distinctive sound for sure. Yeah, I'm anxious to get that little 33 running on that Corsair. I need to get to work on that build. Well, yep. So my only project is the little boat. Hopefully I've got it done by the time we do the next show. Surely you'll have yours done by the next show. I think so. I got, man, really, I'm down to a couple of small sticks of carbon and pretty much Man, I'm trying to make it light, so I've got everything set up now. All my surfaces are all connected and everything like that. Got it all plugged into the um, receiver just so I can make sure everything worked and got it kind of set up now. I'm going to tear all that stuff apart, and I'm going to solder all my connections, get rid of all the connectors, shorten the wire, make it as absolutely as light as I can with what I've got. And that sucks, man. It's just hard to do. A lot of heat by foam. I'm probably going to burn something. Yeah, just take your time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, on your Sunny Sky motor, Matt, which one do you have, the 30? I have a 35 in that Okay. In that, uh, 30cc Edge 540. Okay. That one. Yeah. That's the same motor Larry just put yep. in that timber. Yep. And then he was telling me he put a watt meter on it, and it was making 4,000 watts. Yeah. I believe it. What props are you running on it? 21... 10 i believe see i've got a 2212 on that it's turning the same prop the 40 cc was on carries yeah he was telling me like the e-flight motor he took off made like 2700 watts and this one makes 4000 <laughs> yeah they're ridiculous i think they're way underrated personally yeah. because yeah i mean that 35 uh when i talked to the factory that one was new enough they didn't have prop data on it and they recommended like a a 2110 or something, and I had already ordered a 2212. And I said, well, we're going to see if it works. And it works just fine. So it, <laughs> it, pull, it pulls just it, fine. It pulls it without any problem at all. So he's make, his is using 90 amps, 2110, 
making 4,000 watts at about 90 amps. He's got a Castle 120 on it. So I have a, a Scorpion 130, and I've pulled about 106 amps on it. I need to tell him about that prop then. Yeah, it, well, just over 100 amps. I think 104 or 106 was the highest that I've seen off of it so far. Wow. And I've got a telemetry fed back to the radio, so I'm just going off of that. So that's direct out of the ESC. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And and it doesn't come down hot. I mean, it's not overworking that motor at all. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty anxious to see uh, that timber with that new motor on it. <laughs> yeah. I better go straight up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not in that group chat, but you would have laughed about that. <laughs> yeah. We were busting Clint's balls. Like, you heard about Larry's Timber 110, Jello, go straight, straight up. up. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah, Clint, he didn't, he's, what did he say? He just OGs oh, or something. Oh, know. yeah. I'm talking about airplanes too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I'm trying to think of the other one. Oh, the RV8s. They're going to be here soon. So The 70? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the next the next big topic. I'm sure that once they yeah. come in, uh, man, I said February. Yeah, I'm gonna be right. You're gonna be right. Maybe. Well, so speaking of the sunny sky, I put a uh, a forty forty one twenty on that uh, sixty inch NG. I'm curious to see how it does compared to like the dual sky. And uh, I've got the forty one twenty five on a little sixty inch. Now you you remember that plane? Yeah, it's dumb. Well, man, even that uh, that new little uh, Synergy thing I've got, it's got a Sunny Sky motor on it. Yeah. I mean, they make all the sizes. Well, those ESCs that you were talking about earlier. <laughs> yep, sunny, sunny Sky. sky. Yep. Yeah, see, I thought mine was a 4125, but I think it's a 4120. But it's the equivalent of right. the Scorpion that I've got on 160 inch and the the Dual Sky that I've run on one. So I was, I was quite impressed with the one that I've got. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be yeah. good. Should be. Now we just need some good weather. No, kid. Sunday's yeah. looking good. Yeah, we'll get some good weather. We still haven't flown the... Uh, Casey hasn't flown his plane. No. The we, the Yak. Yep, no Yak yet. We haven't flown the Ice Chest either. Oh, dude. We haven't really even talked about that that much. Right. we got to keep that one on deal for just a little <laughs> bit longer. We need to get a flight in on that, dude. Yeah, we do. And then we need to do what we were talking so, about and... Oh, yeah. So, Sunday, then? What? Are we going to fly it Sunday? You going to fly it Sunday? You going to make me drive back? <laughs> are you coming to Duncan? <laughs> yeah, Sunday, yeah, it's possible. I'm yeah. kind of hoping for Baxter on this one. Uh, my NG's in the back of the truck, so. I don't have my radio, though. I just picked the plane up on the way out of town. But well, we can just bind it to one of his, man. It'd be all right. I know. Mine's I also basketball. at home. I got a basketball game in Bowie that I got to go to so tomorrow. So I'll be back that way anyway. I'm not saying I wouldn't come back. I'm just saying. <laughs> the big NG's going to the back of the truck, though. I ain't towing a trailer back up here. You got yeah. the big NG in the back of the truck now? No. No. Oh. The little one. The little one. Okay. The littlest one. He has three now. Yeah. <laughs> You had to be real specific. I have three. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I do have a, I have oh, a pilot. I have a pilot also. Yeah, <laughs> right. I have a 30cc. My bad. I forget. They're all different colors, man. <laughs> that one's been sitting in, yeah. in a trailer for too long. I forgot about it. But, yeah, the ice chest. I, like I totally forgot about it. We definitely got to get it out. I didn't forget about it, but that totally refreshed my memory. Yep. <laughs> Wait, that's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's out there. It's just been sitting. We might need to take a walk. <laughs> oh, I haven't even seen it in I know, I haven't I, either. I've totally forgot about it. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen pictures of it. Jason's like, well, we can look at it tomorrow because it's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. He's like, hey, it's just right over there in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, yeah keep, going. keep going. You can't miss it. Yeah. Yeah, the code for that door is, uh, yeah, I'll be it out there now. It's well, cold out there. Well, man, what do y'all say? Do what? What do you say about, let's wrap this thing up. All right. Sounds good. Do it. Well, let's thank a few of our sponsors at least. Cool. So, Buddy yep. RC, we've talked about uh, oh, yeah. Sunny Sky. That's where you get them Sunny Sky motors, ESCs, all that good stuff. What? Well, it's somebody else's turn. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. We were waiting on you to say the next one. Oh, were you? Well, dude, Bjorn. Yeah. Doing some machine work for Jason for his project and uh, yeah. making rings. I mean, guy guy can help you out with a little bit of everything. You might yeah. just have to call and ask. But RMJ Machine Works. Thank you very much, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, Fortitude RC. So we've got something we're working on with him. Kind of background we're not ready to talk about it quite yet. But, um, and then I've been looking. Hookers. Now H- hookers. Other, what, other projects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are going to be cool. Project yeah. Hooker. Yeah. That's one of them. Project Hooker. That just sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll put on there. It's like, what is that? It's a Project Hooker when you're trying to turn a hose yeah, into a housewife. Yeah, a housewife. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So. Yeah. <laughs> Project Hooker. Low income housing hooker. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, we're gonna flip it. Okay. <laughs> so so think about this. The hooker plane come along way before the RC scrap pile. Yep. I mean it's just an accident. It was a perfect accident. Perfect. Yeah, it's very fitting. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> we're gonna have way too much fun with Project Hooker. Oh yeah. Yeah. A box of hookers, you know. Yeah. A whole white van full of hookers, you know. Yeah. I mean, just all kinds yeah. of I don't know why, but it's it just sounds so fantastic. Uh so we got uh who else? What do you mean who we else? We don't have our list. I forgot our list. Dude, how do you not remember all oh, these? Oh A Power Batteries. A Power Batteries, Jason Duran, also Z D Z engines. What about old Mean Joe, Balsa USA? Yep. Which, that's a pretty neat plane that Clint's building. Yeah, it definitely is. Dude, it's bigger in person. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that Balsa USA made anything like that. I guess I need to look more. Yeah, you got to dig around a little bit. The North Star? Yeah, I got some yeah. cool stuff. I, it's always, I, I've always thought that was a good-looking airplane. Yeah, it's going to be neat. So, and I really am. I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of the other ones. What about Kurt Sider? Holy smokes. Definitely got to mention him. Yeah. No chips. No chips. With or without the salsa. I don't know what to do with 
machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he, he cracked himself yep, up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, take it. I feel like we always skim over Eric Kendall. Man, I don't think we, we mean to. We don't mean to, but we shouldn't. No. We should definitely mention Eric Kendall. Eric, absolutely. Smoking Okies, man. What else you got? Oh, Mike Sterling. Full throttle south. Oh, yeah. Full throttle RC south. Yeah. Your turnkey build situation. Yeah, so Chris Barton posted a dry erase board with all their projects on it. Yep. Dude, that list is huge already. Oh, yeah. Just, and I think that's like the end of last year and the beginning of this year, and that's mm-hmm. it. I say we go drop a B-52 on his porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that code for something? Because I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> What was it on? Uh, Actually, I'm Billy not. Madison, no. where he gets to the trivia and it's like, yep. uh burning dog poo in the human response. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's got to be some others, but Tomas Wheeland, Legend Hobby. Yes. Oh, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of holding back, seeing if you can remember any of these. I, dude, you're gonna have to help me. I'm not doing well. Well, I might be done helping you. That might be the last one I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> but Tomas has been a lot of help, man. Very, very cool. We appreciate that guy. Yeah. So, um, I think it was T.R. Miller sent me a message about the Exactos yep. we were talking about on the last show. Uh huh. And uh, so I got on Legend Hobby, and I was like, they're not there. The ones I got come from a raffle. I think probably the same thing for you. Yep. Or if you order something from him, he sends a bunch of swag usually. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I send Tomas a message I'm like, hey. You're, are those blades anywhere on your website? No, they're not on there yet. Um, I should, probably should put them on there. And it was done that night. Yeah, like, dude, that, that guy don't mess night, around, he sent man. sent me a link to it. He's like, yeah, they're done. Yeah, I've got them put on the website. When I grow up, I want to be as badass as he is. Because, man, I'm not letting stuff fall through the cracks. I'll get to it tomorrow kind of dude, man. I need to order a few of them if he's got them on there. Yeah, they're on there. I think it's like eight bucks for a pack of blades and a handle. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of stuff on there. You got a little you got to do a little digging, but it's there. Or well, you can send him a message, maybe. Yeah. Well, man, I was I know you're not supposed to do this, but I was using those to cut those little carbon rods, the point eight. Oh yeah. No problem, dude. It's like set it on the bench and roll over it a couple of times. Like perfect, clean cut. Way better than hitting them with dikes, you know, squashing the ends and stuff yeah. like that, dude. It worked great. Yeah, I was using one doing control horns, whether or not. I had to go get a fresh blade because the one I had was all dull. Not, man. No, they're sharp. Oh, they are. <laughs> they yep. go through that covering. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fingers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the man, you know, you're just sitting there holding it or whatever. And you screw up and <laughs> jack yourself. Yep. Put a zip tie on that thing so it doesn't roll off the desk and, there you go. and get you in the no-no square. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? No, no square. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I think right. I think that's it. I think that's it too. Yeah. So, till next time, live long and prosper. <laughs> Cook some meatloaf. Good night. Cook some meatloaf.